0: Leia Healthcare, it's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry. Welcome to the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. Folks, it's finally here, the sun is gone, it's raining, it's pouring absolutely buckets outside and I thought we really need a winter training tips episode of the Real Help Podcast. We have done this before or a version of it and it was really, really popular so I thought we'd update it and bring you something a little bit newer, a little bit more up to date with 10 really simple tips to keep you healthy during the winter, to stay on track during the winter. Because let's face it, it's tougher now than it is during the summer. It's cold, it's damp, it's dark. The fire looks very inviting with the cup of tea watching the telly. And it's a little bit more difficult to train. Personally, I actually love training at this time of year. I don't know why. It's kind of weird. I just I really, really like it. But one of the things um, that's important to me is the fact that I, I set myself up for success. So the 10 simple tips are ones that anyone can do and they're going to keep you healthy during the course of uh, the next six months or so. So as ever with our top 10 tips episodes, grab your pen, grab some paper and write these down. Let's get them into action so that you can stay healthy and not put on weight or lose your fitness over the course of the winter months, as so many people do. It's a lovely time, even with our personal training clients. Now it's really, really busy in the gym. People train really hard at this time of year because October, November, it's your structure, it's your routine, working up towards that Christmas goal for some. It's a Christmas party for some. It's just staying healthy, but it's a really, really busy time. So. Let's get started. Let's get these tips down and let's have a chat with them and see what happens. So, the first tip is possibly the most important tip that you can can do for training in the winter when the weather is bad, and that is is avoiding cotton-based fabrics with your clothing. It's around now that the more expensive exercise clothes really come into their own in terms of how they deal with sweat, wind, rain, heat, cold... This is what you spend your money on and what you spend your money on the really good gear for. So avoid cotton-based fabrics or cotton t-shirts, socks... any kind of cotton-based fabric because they retain water. You're gonna get cold, sweaty, uncomfortable. It's gonna become heavier because the water's gonna stay in it. And it's just a horrible way to spend your time when you're exercising. Go for the semi-synthetic fabrics or the Lycra-based fabrics if you want because that's what they do. They deal with sweat really, really well. There is certain gear that will keep you warm, uh, Under Armour, Columbia all have uh, versions of their, their, their gear that's purely for, for warmth. Other ones will keep you cool. But, you know, spend the money. Trust me, a couple of really good pieces uh, will get you through the winter as opposed to getting the cheaper stuff, which is generally not great. Uh, in terms of brands, I have no brand that I'm associated with, so it doesn't really matter. that They all have very, very similar qualities. And again, in terms of your Nike or your Under Armour or your Columbia, just spend it and get some really good base layers. That's important. Uh, And again, go those kind of synthetic fabrics. If you're running or into running, yes, the running tights are fabulous at this time of year. They keep you really warm. They've got kind of wind resistance uh, padding in them. They're just comfortable and warm. And uh, sometimes they can look a bit silly on men. And for no reason whatsoever... Men decide to wear the shorts over them. I don't understand it. Maybe it's a fashion statement. Maybe I'm old. I just don't get it. Why you'd want to put shorts on over your Lycra, like well, leggings if you're a guy. I just don't understand it. So if you're listening in and you wear your, your gear that way, maybe you might drop us a DM or, or even uh, an Instagram or Twitter post and let us know why, because I just don't understand it. But however, so tip number one avoid cotton fabrics spend the money get some really good base layers bottoms shorts stuff like that it will make all the difference and they wash and last really really well anything i buy i keep uh, generally for three to four years before i end up throwing it out um because the quality is very good and it washes really really well okay tip number two saying with the gear uh, analogy it's something that really everyone should have and that's a really good rain and windproof jacket uh, the key thing here is that it's not big, bulky, and heavy. You're not going skiing; you're exercising. So you want almost like a hard shell jacket that's rainproof and windproof that will keep you kind of warm, protected from the elements, and protected from the the rain when it does rain. If you're exercising outside, it is absolutely crucial. That you have gear, uh, especially such as a jacket that is a luminous in some way, shape or form. It's either yellow or pink or has strip lighting on it or stripping on it, which will light up with, with when light flashes on it. It's crucial um, if you're exercising outside on a bike, on a mountain bike, if you're walking, if you're running. It doesn't really matter, but the key thing is that you have Uh, gear that people can see when you're on the road again key thing for uh, rain and windproof jackets spend the money don't skimp you've got to spend the money on them to get a really really good one it'll last it'll wash more importantly it will keep you in reasonably good shape when the weather gets very very bad i love training in bad weather because when i go out i have the right gear to keep me in shape while i'm doing it and it is important so Keep that jacket light, luminous, uh, and get a really good brand. Um, one. In terms of cost, you're normally looking at around 100 euro there or thereabouts. Might sound like a lot of money, but when you keep it for several years, if it's four or five years of usage, it's 20 to 25 euro a year in terms of what it's going to cost you. So spend the money, it is really, really crucial. Tip number three is to get a training buddy um, or a training group really important uh i'll mention the whatsapp groups i know we all have several uh, too many whatsapp groups in our lives but it's handy so i have two of guys that i train with one of guys i cycle with and one of guys i run with and we keep each other each other motivated over the course of uh, the winter and all year round getting a, uh, a group together or having a training partner you encourage them they encourage you especially on the times when you don't want to do it they will get you out exercising. They'll keep you focused. They'll keep you on track on the weekends because you're talking to each other and it's a little bit of banter back and forth. So it's simple. If you know someone in your life who wants to get fit or is fit already, um, approach them and get them to be your training buddy and train with them the key tip that i've often used and and recommended on the podcast before is if you want to get fitter or one of the ways to do that is to train with someone who's fitter than you are and faster than you are. last year for racer in ireland as part of the training process for that we trained with with cyclists who are really really good cyclists um and you train harder when you are the, the lesser fit person or the least fit person in that group so if you want to get quicker you want to get faster and fitter find someone who's very fit find a group that are very fit running clubs works really well in around that environment or again group classes just the group environment it gives you another reason to go as opposed to for just for yourself it's because you're going to meet people you know you don't want to let them down you want to you want to train together and there's a bit of crack as well which is lovely getting on so far i've been gentle enough so far so let's keep it going um tip number four is uh have a goal or an event to work towards this of all the fitness advice i give you uh, all year round with the podcast having a goal is probably the number one thing yet so few people do it or the goal is really broad it's really vague uh it's distant it's not specific therefore people fall off track so for me, uh, I have one coming up in, in uh, a couple of weeks' time. It's the Amsterdam Marathon, and then the, then the Dublin Marathon after that. There are specific goals. There's a date, there's a time, there's a distance. And I have to work myself back from there to ensure that I have the training done to get ready for that goal. If my goal was to say that I'm going to run a little bit more this year, it's too broad and it's too vague. So when you're setting your goal, it needs to be specific for a start. It needs to be measured, so in terms of the event, but also how you get up to that event. So it's a certain time from here to then, and map your and map your uh, map your training out towards that it needs to be realistic so for example if you see the double marathon happening and people are ecstatic about it and you think oh my god i really want to do that and you've never run before maybe start with a 5k or a 10k before you get onto the marathon itself so the realism is really important i learned that when i was younger doing iron Mantra triathlons uh the first one i did i collapsed and ended up in a and e because i took on a whole lot too far too much too soon so it's important that you pick the right type of event and then obviously the time component of it is crucial too. When you do pick your event, my tip there is to, to use visualization for it. So if it's a holiday, if it's a party, if it's a race, print off a picture of that holiday. Print off the race number that you have. Print off things in re- that relate to that. And when you have a week point or a week time, you can see the event. You can see what you're working towards and it helps to keep you on track. The whole idea of the visual component of it is really, really important And it's a simple way to do it. So my diary every single year, if you were in studio with us here, you would see my lovely old school diary in front of me. I have my three business goals and my three personal goals. They're there, I see them, and it keeps me on track in terms of food, in terms of exercise, and just generally when I see them during the day, I know why I'm doing certain things. And it's a really simple way with which to do it. Uh, Tip number five, uh, the halfway point. Um... Setting yourself up for success is the crucial bit. I suppose you're listening to this podcast because you want to get healthier. You want to stay healthier during the winter. So you're already on that trajectory. The other points that are around that though, are really important too. So for example, if you are going to go to the gym, uh, say three times a week for the next couple of months, that's the plan. Setting yourself up for success is going to a gym that you'd like to go to. um, That suits your personality, that, that gets you the results that you're looking for. Having a friend uh, network and social group that are accepting of what you're trying to do. Um, having your gear ready in the morning time before you go out. Having your recover- your food ready for when you come home. Having your food maybe prepped for during the day. just Setting yourself up as much as you possibly can. Taking as much of the guesswork out of it as possible. And setting yourself up to succeed uh, every single week, every single month. And over the course of the next couple of months that all comes back to planning and if you listen to the podcast a huge amount you'll know planning is something that i harp on about over and over and over again because it's absolutely crucial for your health planning for success, sitting down once a week. I do it every Sunday. I look at my week ahead. When am I going to train? What's the session going to look like? And you know, how am I going to do it? And I literally map out my week like that. I do my one big food shop. I stock the fridge in, at home. I stock the fridge in the gym. I stock the car with all the stuff that I want to eat and drink over the course of the week. If I'm traveling, I'll get more stuff. Just I'm setting myself up to be healthy. Um, The key thing for me that I learned over the course of the first six months of this year when we had a new addition to our family that it becomes really difficult when you lose track of that planning component. I did for a couple of months. I've gained some weight. I wasn't training as much as I could. And it was harder. Getting back on track and one of the things for me was planning. Having that Sunday, 20 minutes with my diary and mapping out my week. Mapping out my food, mapping out my training structures. All really simple stuff, but actually really simple stuff that makes a very big difference. That planning component component, and setting yourself up is really, really important. Particularly when you're doing it, look at the aspects of your health that you know you struggle with and you know that that, that you failed at before or haven't completed something before because of it being an issue and build, build kind of extra uh, pillars there to help you if required. Okay, how are you getting on so far? So let's review the, top, the, the five. I'm flying through them as per usual, so it's always nice to stop, take a breather, and review. The first tip is avoiding cotton. Second is getting a really good wind rainproof jacket. Three is a training buddy or a training group. Four is your goal, um, event, or visualization. And five is setting yourself up for success. And as ever, you're listening in to the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare. With me, Carl Henry, our top 10 tip apps are always massive in terms of listens. And uh, we thought we haven't brought you one for a while. With the weather being so bad uh, over the course of the last couple of days, we thought, why not bring you our winter podcast training tips tip number six it is time to have fun it is time to try a new sport a new class something different because f- let's face it when you do the same thing over and over and over again it's boring it's boring for you it's boring for your body it's boring for your mind it's boring for absolutely everything so the winter is a lovely time to try something different uh, register for a new class it doesn't have to be exercise it could be art it could be doesn't really matter, it's, it's just something different and something new. Book clubs are fantastic for that. Maybe not with a glass of or two of wine that go with them, but they can be really good because it's just something different in terms of exercise. Same thing, training class or new sport. Ireland has so many sports that we don't really think of. So, for example, if you haven't been surfing, why not? We have some of the best surf in the world along the west coast of Ireland. I've, I've surfed loads over that neck of the woods, it's incredible. And you're wet, so the weather's not an excuse. You rent a wetsuit, you rent a board, you do a surf lesson, and it's really, really good fun. And even if you live on the East Coast, British Bay, have really good surf schools down there. And if you get very good, you can surf or paddleboard the uh, HSS uh, wave of Dunleary at Sandy Went, which I've done as well. Um, just do something different. Have the crack. Find something new. If you have a family, for example, we get asked for families all the time. Every member of the family picks a new sport once a month to do and it's a great way of trying different things and as ever the whole idea is that you something you'll enjoy something you'll land with oh my god that was really good fun I really enjoyed it I'm going to keep going with that you only get there because you try lots of different things and find one that really really um, does it for you Again, I uh, I generally talk from experience. That's what I do. Um, for me, every single year, I try to do something different. This year, I'm back marathon running. I haven't done marathons for a couple of years. Last year, I was endurance bike racing, doing racing around Ireland and other big long bike things year before it was something else maybe mountain biking and and enduro races i just try different things because it keeps it interesting for me which is important and it's something i've learned and it works really well at this time of year because it's new and it's funky and it's fun and it's enjoyable so just try lots of different things um and again it put it back to planning and setting yourself up just put a a one a month pick one a month over the course of the next six months to try and uh, and see how you go Tip number seven, okay, the classic thing at any time of the year, but particularly now, is the fact that you get home from work, you're really busy during the day, you get home, it's nice and warm, you put the kettle on, you watch the telly, and all of a sudden you're just not going to go out and train because the weather's bad or whatever. Key thing, uh, especially at this time of the year, is get it done early. The earlier you get your session done, the less things uh, that will get in the way to stop you from doing it during it so my really simple tip here is get it done as early as possible if it is when you get home i prefer to train in the evening i train the as soon as i come in the door i walk straight up the stairs i put my runners on put my gear on and come straight back down the stairs and go straight out the door because it's done if i sit down if i relax for a period of time half an hour to an hour it, it reduces the chances of that session happening so Do it as early as you possibly can. Do it at lunchtime and work with a group of colleagues. Do it in the morning before you go to work or do it as soon as you come in the door. The planning bit there is the gear is upstairs ready to go. So you walk in, put the gear on and go. There's no choice. There's no decision. It's all organized and all set up. And it's a really simple tip, especially if you find yourself ducking out of sessions all the time. Well, that's one way to get around that because less things get in the way and your sessions get done. Okay. Tip number eight is a kind of different one. It's knowing when not to train and when not to exercise. Sometimes people get caught up in the fact that I have to train, I have to do, well, sometimes it's nice to sit back and watch TV. So gauge that. Engage your fatigue levels, how you feel, your recovery levels from the session before. And your overall mood levels. And we know exercise is amazing for your mental health. And we're going to do a top 10 tips mental health episode in a couple of weeks. But it is brilliant for it. But there are some days when you just don't need to do that. Uh, And learn how to gauge your body. And learn to trust in your own decision. If I don't feel like doing a session, like I really don't feel like it, I won't. I'll sit back and relax and recover. If I'm sore or haven't recovered from the session before or it's just not the right thing to do, well, then that's exactly it. I don't go out and I don't exercise. So trust your decision. Learn how to read your body and learn that, you know what, sometimes you don't need to exercise. It's okay to sit down and have a chat or have a cup of tea or whatever it may be. And that's really, really important too. Um, Tip number nine is Okay, find something to accompany your exercise session. And what I mean by that is, hopefully it's the Real Health Podcast, obviously, that when you exercise, you put us on, you listen in. Um, it could be an ebook, it could be a different podcast, it could be anything. But find something to keep your mind occupied if you struggle with that when you train. Uh, again, I listen to music or I listen to podcasts when I'm out running, I find it really, the crime ones in particular, um, like Cold Case or West Cork, all of those, I find them really interesting when I'm running for my long runs because I just drift away into the story and I find it really entertaining. It helps me get out and it helps me stay out because it's a, it's an accompaniment when I train. So see what does it for you. Find something. Uh I if it's early on a Sunday, we I listen to Marian Fanuken or I just listen to stuff and that I find that really really good. Ebooks can be handy. If obviously it is important that if you are exercising and you have ear and headphones in and are listening to things that you do in a safe environment, or you don't have the, the volume at full blast. I train with bone conducting headphones um and FBA because I'm deaf in one ear. But B, because I can hear what's going on around me because the actual headphone isn't in the eardrum itself. So I can hear and chat to people and I can also listen to whatever content I'm listening to. So it's safe. Uh, to do so and that is important especially if you're cycling or mountain biking you need to hear the road around you and you do as a runner as well but for cyclists uh, and mountain bikers it's absolutely crucial um, have a look at Bowen conducting headphones um, as well they're amazing they're not as Gav my sound engineer he'd hate them because the sound is not half as good as the other, kind of st- uh, the, uh, the other headphones that you'll get but they're really safe and for people struggling with their hearing issues they can be really really good as well finally Tip number 10. The fun one. We've chatted all around setting goals, getting the stuff, getting the gear, and all of that. Now comes the fun bit. Regular reward is one of the great ways to stay on track over the course of the winter. So rewarding yourself each... Well, maybe not each week, but each month, or each event, or something like that, with I've done well, or I've done good. For me, it is a book, or sports socks, or something, it's something like that, could be going to the cinema, it doesn't really matter. It's the pat on the back of, I've set a target, my target is to run the marathon, I've trained over the last 16 weeks, so I've put my training plan, I'm now going to complete that marathon, and at the end of it, I will get a something. And that whole process of goal reward, goal reward, is what keeps me on track, uh, over the course of the last couple of generally with life in terms of the events and fitness. It's setting a target, completing the target, and rewarding myself when I've set that target. And if you're someone who who struggles a lot with consistency, it can be a really good way to help yourself stay consistent over the course of time. Set a target, and that target might be seven days, it might be 14 days, but if you complete your target, then you get the reward at the end of it. And if you don't complete it, you don't. And it's a really great way To set yourself up for success. Make sure that target is real. Hit it and then reward yourself. And then guess what? You set the next target and you keep on going like that. Okay, folks. Very simple. 10 really simple tips for you into training. You're avoiding your cotton, your rain and windproof jacket. Your training buddy or your training group. Your goal, getting events and visualize it. Setting yourself up for success. Tip number six, a new sport or a class. Number seven, do it early. Know when not to train. Uh, find something to accompany you like a podcast music or an ebook, and then finally reward these top tip episodes work really really well because of the fact these tips are simple they work from 20 years working with people and exercising myself this is this kind of stuff that we recommend to people and that i do myself try any of our 10 tips any single one of those and you'll find that make a big difference to how you train over the course of the next couple of months As ever, you know where we are. If you have any questions, it's realhealth at independent.ie at PT on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, Folks, as always, thank you so much for listening in to the Real Help Podcast. We will ask you one little favor as we work towards our big goal of 2 million listens uh, by the end of the year. If you know anyone who's focused on training and exercising over the course of the next couple of months, or someone who could really do it a hand, do share our episode with them. They'll like the fact, hopefully, that it's simple, and these tips really, really do work. And as always, don't forget to rate and review. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Sláon so go full. Leia Healthcare, it's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.